Des Moines, Iowa, how the fuck your spirit doing? How y'all And I can still remember my first winter in Minnesota. It was white as the eyes can see. And there was some snow there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Boo! You wouldn't even expected it. What's happening? I don't really like doing Facebook Live videos anymore. It's not. It's not that I feel like they don't serve a purpose. I just don't love talking to my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, bitch, if I want to do that, I'll just make calls. I'll call somebody. You know what I'm saying? But I thought it was important for me to come on here, especially this week. Um, we are two days away from arguably this is this this is my best project. Look, I'm I'm saying that this is the best thing I've ever done when it comes to comedy. Uh, peace of mind, side B. I, I thought I would come in here and give a little context. And, uh, you know, I have an album release party this, this, uh, this Friday. So I'm going to share some more then, but for now, I thought anybody who kind of pops in and checks out this video, uh, I want y'all to buy the album. So this is essentially like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, <laughs> this is essentially like a, I want to say ploy. But last line of defense, maybe? This is nigga, I want y'all to buy the album, basically. And I I've been I've been spamming everybody so much. I've been texting and emailing and messaging people. I I could not be more proud of, of what what I'm getting ready to release on Friday. Um so so here's where we are. What's happening, Rachel? So here's where we are. The first album I put out two years ago was was good. It was good. Um, not great. Okay, and I say that in hindsight, right? I say that. Thank you for thank you for buying it, Rachel. I appreciate y'all so much. I am I'm so happy. And, and here's what's so dope about it, Rachel. You were there for half of the album, right? So you you definitely had a front row seat to. That the mat that the magical night that was the album recording, the album recording was 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 also amazing to me. I I sat down recently and I, I I talked about my top five comedy shows of my life, right? Like of eleven years, all the shows that I've done, all the comedy clubs, the big stages, the small stages. That that show. The album recording, especially that late show, was was magnificent, and <laughs> and uh, I, I I can't wait to share that with the world. The first album 
I was just so happy to have an album, right? So the whole the whole thing for me was, boom! I I, I got a comedy album. People buy my buy my comedy album, and this album feels different and it hits different. Like this is one of those albums for me, um, where I like I need y'all to buy it. I need y'all to listen to it, and I need y'all to tell me what you think. I think it's 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 very unconventional, but I think that's my style of comedy. Like I'm not. It took me a long time to be very okay with what it is that I do on stage because sometimes it's it's hit or it's hit or miss. More times more times than none, it, it's hit. But. It took me a long time to just be myself on stage, just be super comfortable. What's happening, Dave? How y'all doing? Congrats to you on the promo. It's a promotion or or a career change. I think it's a career change. Congrats to you, bruh. And, uh, you know, this album is one of those, if you fuck with me in any capacity, like if you like any part of my 11 years of comedy, right, like, if you like the first album, if you've been following my journey and, and you think I'm funny or you think there's something special, um, if you just want to support, I obviously always appreciate that. But this this album is for people that I want y'all to, like, that's going to absolutely hear it and listen to it. Hey, what's happening? Pull your titty out real quick. Now I'm messing with you, Sierra. <laughs> I, I pulled Kip out at the beginning of the broadcast, so when people play it back, they're going to see Kip immediately. Angela, what's happening? I hope everybody's doing amazing. I'm just talking about the album. I got an album album release party this, this Friday, so I'll I'll save some of that for for then. But I do, I do want to share a little bit about... Hey, what's up, E? Girl, you got nice titties. Okay, first of all, you was at the album release. You was at the album recording too. That shit was wild. I uh, <laughs> I have a track on the on a new album called Five Kids, and you can guess uh, what that what that dialogue was. <laughs> um, no, this this album is like seriously like buy it and listen to it. Right, I'm pretty sure. There's a good 50% of the people that bought my first album that just bought it because they like me, right? They were like, hey, Dad, I want to support you. How can I do that? This album, don't buy it if you're not going to listen to it. There, I said it. I know that's crazy because every every dollar helps. Every sale helps. Um, you know, a part of, part of hitting number one on Amazon was as a bestseller was because people were buying it. I want you to buy the album. But I want y'all to buy it if y'all gonna actually listen to it. And if y'all gonna actually listen to it, uh, pull your titty out. The titty already came out, okay? Kip was already on, on the live. You just gonna have to go back. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, like this, this, this album is, you, if, if you're gonna buy it, you gotta listen to it. If you're gonna listen to it, you gotta leave me a review. You gotta let me know what you think, what you loved about it. And this this album really put me in a different place. It, so, so I'll share this. The reason why the name of it is Side B and not my official second album, which 
Um, it's now going to be my third album, which is called Thank You, Detroit. Thank You, Detroit was um, kind of what I was gearing toward. Like, that was the whole plan, working on a second album. It was going to be about gratitude. And I don't know, it may, it may change, but that's where I'm at right now. So, um, Thank You, Detroit was going to be my second album. That's what I was gearing to. The, the material was, was kind of focused on on that central, that central theme. And I had a conversation with Bernard Bell, who is my brother, and I love him. And um, I was—I basically told him, like, I like a lot of things about the first album, but damn, I wish I could have did two shows. I wish I could have ad-libbed a lot. Like, I wish I could have did a bunch of things differently. And he was like, why don't you just record something and put it out as a side B? And I was like, yeah, like, that's a great idea. So that's, that's why this album got bumped up. And, and that's why it's side B, because essentially it's still in the same universe. Like, if we're talking, like, Marvel and, like, you know, uh, multi-universe multi and all that craziness, I didn't like Doctor Strange, but that's another conversation. Uh, <laughs> this album, this second album is still in that same, that same realm. Um, all those things that I talked about in the first album, this is really an extension of that. And there were some there were some bits and some jokes that just didn't make it onto the first album. Hence side B. So um, I think it's I think it's more personal. I get a little personal on this album. And the reason why is through comedy, you I think it's important, at least for me. I'm just gonna speak for me. Like I, I know there's way too many comedians and way too many comedy styles, and I don't wanna I'm not gonna comment on all that shit. Like, nigga, do you. <laughs> here's what I love about my comedy um, at times I get very vulnerable at times I say exactly what I mean and how I feel and sometimes it, it comes out great and then I, I get an applause break and sometimes people be like nigga tell jokes <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, get to the point <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but, I, but I, I love those moments and this, this album has those moments there were some things, obviously, I wanted to put on the album that I practiced, that I I wrote, and that was specific. And then there's other parts where it's just my spirit is talking to you, right? And that's that's the objection, object, object, objection, objective, objective. That's the objective is is for my spirit to talk to your spirit, and for for me to make you laugh, for me to make you like you know feel what the fuck I'm saying, right? Because more than comedy, I want y'all to think. I want y'all to think I'm funny, but I also want y'all to think I'm a good person. You know, like, it's deeper than comedy sometimes. I guess is the point. So, he said do it again. I missed it. <laughs> now, Kip only comes out one broadcast. Typically, he comes out at the very end. But, you know what? <sighs> hey. Alicia, how you doing? I'm very excited and congrats. I'm going to give me a shirt, by the way, but thank you very much. Um, this year for Juneteenth, um, a little bit different. Typically, we do our Juneteenth comedy jams, and I say we because um, it's still going on. There is a fifth annual happening uh, on June 17th, but if you follow my, my day piece, comedy group on Facebook, I have my complete schedule, so it'll tell you where I will be, and I got a fun show that I'm looking forward to, 
because of the people that's involved in the African-American Museum. Um, staff has kind of basically extended an invitation for me to come down and do some comedy. And it's going to be, you know, very PG, but we're going to have a great time. And uh, that that's on the books for June 18th. June 19th, actually Juneteenth, which is also Father's Day. Uh, shout outs to the dads that are real amazing dads that don't really get the, you know, the the accolades that they should. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to go to the park with the family. We're going to connect it with some activists that are in the uh, Mason City area. And we're just going to have a good time. We're going to celebrate Juneteenth, celebrate Father's Day. So um, the details are coming soon about that. Hate to get off the point, but uh, I feel like I had to share that real quick. Anyway, back to the album. So, no, this album, super, I, I feel like it's personal. I share, a, a big question everybody has asked me is, what's my favorite track on the album? My favorite track on the album right now is, it's called Moist Cheeks. That's right. I didn't stutter. Moist Cheeks. That's the that's the title. Hey, T. Oh, you're so gorgeous. I love, I love catching you live. I love, I love your message too. And, uh, I want, I was looking for the book. I couldn't find the link for the book. So if you want to drop that here or, or message me, uh, I'd love to support you in that way. But moist cheeks is, is a, is a line that I did not plan to say when I was doing the joke, but it came out and Bernard Bell, comedian and Darius Day. <laughs> They made fun of me for saying moist cheeks. They made fun of me for saying I had moist cheeks because it's basically uh, another way of saying crying. Like as a man, you know, we don't talk about certain emotions, right? We don't, man, nah, nah. I, I get, I get super, I get super real and honest. So the the track is about uh, <laughs> the track is about how how men. And uh, not not specific to black men, but just men in general don't specifically uh, have the conversation of dealing with their hurt with other men, especially young men. What's up, Jeff? How you doing, bro? Good to see you, man. I, I got to know your secret for getting 12,000 uh, followers <laughs> on Instagram. I, I had an Instagram a couple years ago that got hacked and I had like, I don't know, 5,000. I was killing it. <laughs> and then I got hacked and deleted and then, you know, I got like 800 followers now and, uh, it's not the same. I, I like, I like to blow up. Okay. I like the, I realize the more, the more followers or whatever you have, just the more attention that people give your projects. So, um, I know I've been annoying as hell with promoting this album, but you got to understand this is all independent, right? This is, this is one person trying to get as many people to buy their work, right? And it's very different than having a record label or a manager or an agency, you know, do and help you with the legwork. It's really just one person saying, hey, if anybody, if you see this, buy the album. It's only $10. And I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll laugh. I think you'll think a little bit. And more importantly, I think you would want to start following me a little bit more. Uh, I think that's dope. 21K. Okay, Jeff, leave. Okay, leave the room. Okay. See, see, there me. That was me trying to give you a little shout out, give you some love. You just, that, that's the first thing you're going to say. Raw's Law was, Rachel, if, if the album was not already 
called Peace of Mind Side B, I 100% would call the album call the album Raw's Law. Um, for 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 two reasons. One, it was a hilarious moment. Like I laugh a lot on stage, probably more now than I ever did. But it's so genuine because I be seriously laughing. Like some things I say on stage is incredibly hilarious, right? But there's also times and moments that happen when I'm on stage that that are like I can't. It's almost like you know, like Saturday Night Live where you break character. Like I know I'm not supposed to laugh at my old jokes or laugh, whatever, whatever, whatever. But shit be so great. Like, the moments that I, I create or recreate or we do on stage, um, they're just magical. And that Raw's Law, which I think Raw's Law might be a, a top five popular track. I think a lot of people will listen to that track and, and really, really enjoy it. But uh, <laughs> the, the second reason why I love that is because this album is so raw, right? It's, it's super... <sighs> it, this the the biggest difference to me between the two albums. The biggest difference is the first album was 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 so uh, painted, right? It was like here's what I want to show the world. So I I spent you know a long time. A lot of the jokes and the material from the first album our jokes when I first started doing comedy and up to jokes that I wrote just for the album. So it was super specific. Um, and like I said, some of the stuff hit, some of the stuff didn't. This, this second album was, here's the idea. And I just, I, I felt like I went in almost more with a blank canvas for the second album than I did the first album. And I came out with an even better painting so there was just something about letting go letting the moment happen being being present that i felt like this album is super dope and it was very raw um i there's a lot of swear words like <laughs> um i was mad at myself for how much i swore in the first album this album i didn't give a fuck like i was out of my head right like Sometimes we get super, sometimes we get too in our head about things where we, I don't want to say sabotage ourselves, but we definitely get in our own way. And I just, I got on stage with the microphone and I just, I let it, I let it go. So it was, it was very raw. I would have called the album Raw's Law if um, I didn't already have a title and marketing plan. Uh, <laughs> Moist Cheeks is my favorite on the, on the album. Moist Cheeks. Talks about how we don't uh, deal with our hurt as men and, and we need to and we need to have conversations with young men. And I share uh, a moment that I had with uh, my ex-girlfriend. And it was it was a very uh, it was a very bad moment in my life. Like if I if I look back on things that I wish I wouldn't have done, this is one of them. And uh, it's <laughs> it's not particularly the most hilarious track on the album. But it's so, it's, <laughs> I, I took this part out, but I, I couldn't believe I shared it on stage. Like, that's, that's how vulnerable in that moment I was. And I had practiced the bit probably two, 
two times before I actually did it and recorded it. And there was just something about being super honest with, with myself. So that is my favorite track on the on the album, just because I think that's the most uh, vulnerable I am on the album. I uh, <laughs> there, There's some great lines in there. The audience for both shows was incredible. And I think you can hear that. I think the first album that I did, one of the things that we were missing was that incredible audience reaction, right? Like you watch a comedy special and you you see these cuts of, you know, loud laughter or, you know, like you see that and you feel that from your home. When you just got audio, you got to hear it. And there were some moments on the first album that just were great, but it was missing that loud audience laughter or that loud audience reaction. This album, you get that. You know, if it's if it's outrageous and hilarious, you get that. You hear it, you feel it, and I'm so grateful for that. So let me um let me let me look through the comments. Um, if anybody got any questions about the album, I'll answer them. And um, yeah, and then I'll wrap this up. So uh, Jeff, send me a picture of the album, and I'll put it on my Instagram to promote. Je- okay, Jeff, see how see how you won me back over, sir. See how you. All you had to do was just, you won me back over. I 100% agree. Thank you, Rachel. Side B was a lot more improv and sprinkles in a serious mode. Yes. Yes. These are definitely, um, one of my, one of my favorite things about the new album is how it, how it feels like you're listening to two different albums in one, right? Cause you get, you get the first show, you get the early show and the late show in the early show. You know, you get comedy, you get bits, you get, you know, set up, punchline, laughter. The second show, mostly improv, mostly just, did he just say that? Like, what what am I listening to right now? The audience is talking. Uh, we take shots on stage. And that's a track on the album, right? So it's 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 crazy. It's crazy to put this project out. But I'm so proud of it. Like, I'm so, like... Um, I'm so happy. Like this is, this is joy, right? I was talking to somebody on my podcast uh, a couple months ago and the word joy came up a lot. And as it relates to comedy, like that's one of the reasons why I do it. Like to bring joy and laughter. And there's something about the purity of these these moments or these these shows that, that you just can't undo. So uh, when I think of this album, I think about uh, how I think about a beautiful piece of art. And when I look at it, when I listen to it more specifically, it it brings me joy. Like I know what I'm gonna say, and I still hear me say it and laugh. So. I just, I, I can't, I can't wait for y'all to hear it. I can't wait for y'all to, to check it out. And obviously, if you stream your music, you can stream it because it's going to be available everywhere on Friday. Um, but I'm still asking that you, you, you buy the album if you can and if you can afford it. Um, I was number one on Amazon, which is an insanely um, amazing accomplishment 
for for me. Like I said, doing this for 11 years is dope, but sometimes you just don't have the accolades, you don't have the awards or the, you know, the specific credentials. I had a comedy club, basically, I won't say turn me down, but they basically didn't want to, they weren't interested in, in booking me to headline, which is fine, obviously, like that's, that's how this business is. But, <laughs> but I feel like if you, if you look at my resume and, and compared to somebody else, you may not see, you may not see it on paper, right? You may not be like, oh, this guy's been doing it this long or this, but I feel like with certain projects, especially like this, you, you, you should be able to feel it. Like you should be like, oh, okay, this is, this is what this guy's about. This is how great of a comedian or great of an entertainer, whatever name you want to give me is and uh it's it's just amazing to do all these things by myself and i obviously i it's not by myself without you people that listen that support that buy things uh it's not possible but i'm telling you uh there there like there's a moment in the morning or at night when you look in the mirror and if you're not happy with the things that you're doing um I feel like uh, you're missing out on life because I know there's a lot of people that that look in the mirror and just don't feel that same, you know, self pride and you know excitement. You remember? You remember? <laughs> this is dumb, but like you remember when you was younger and you was you was getting set, you was getting intimate, and you you look at yourself naked and you're like, God damn, look at that! What you know? Like you know. <laughs> You know, like you look at your, you look at your body, like, mm. um, I wish, I wish we could look at our bodies <laughs> the same. Like my body has changed so drastically, uh, and sometimes I look at it like, who are you? That's not, you know, no. But then there's other times I look at myself and I'm like, I wouldn't change one effing thing, and. Uh, I think I think that's what you gotta use to to move forward. You know, whatever barriers you got going on, I'm telling you, life is hard. And uh, I mean, a lot of things are hard. Marriage is hard. Raising kids is hard. All those things is hard. It's just how you do it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where like you gotta go to work. If you hate your fucking job, you gotta go to work. You can choose the attitude that you take when you go. You know what I mean? Like, you can be like, fuck everybody in this bitch. I hate, you know, you, you can do that for eight hours. Or you can go in there with a positive attitude or, you know, make somebody else day better, so on and so forth. So, uh, I appreciate that. I do get a little too preachy sometimes. Uh, but let me, let me wrap it up. All I want to say is, uh, I'm very, I'm very excited about the album. Please, please pre-order it. Um, please buy it, share it if you think somebody would be interested. Um, I'm very happy so far of the traction that I've, that I've made with this album. I didn't do that for the second, for the first album. The first album had a completely different rollout. This time, um, you know, it's a de- date set. I'm releasing it on all platforms and a lot of you have been very excited about it, which makes me excited about it. And I just can't wait for y'all to hear it. So that's it. Um, let me just let me say this: you can uh, you can pre-order it 
Uh, I didn't even, I was supposed to like make a comment. I don't know if I can do it anymore. I was gonna, I was gonna post the link. Maybe I'll do it after the video. But uh, you can pre-order it on iTunes, Amazon, and a lot of people were like, "It's not on Amazon Music Day Day." No, I know it's it's on actual Amazon, like where you buy all the things you don't need in life. It's on that Amazon, okay? Uh, iTunes, Amazon, or Bandcamp. Bandcamp is how I release uh, like my 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 merchandise. So if you want to buy like a you know, t-shirt or whatever that I have that I'm selling at the time, you buy it there. It's, it's more an, an independent streaming site that, that is very artist friendly that really tries to, uh, do as much as they can for their artists as they possibly can. That's what I released the first album on. And, and then I didn't release the, I didn't put it out on all the other places until like months and then a year later. So, um, this time I think I did it right, or at least I did it better, and I cannot wait for y'all to hear it, so, um, this Friday in Mesa City, Iowa, at my local, um, brewery show that I, that I do, we're doing an album release party, because I didn't get a chance to do an album release party for the first album, because the world shut down, and I'll be able to talk a little bit more about the album, and get a little bit more in depth, and share some of the tracks, um, I got some fun shows that I'm looking forward to. You're just going to have to kind of stay tuned. I'll check out my schedule for them. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much, y'all. I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, I love y'all like you have no idea. Some of y'all I don't, I don't fuck with, but you know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I, like, you know, if it feels right in your heart. Uh, I had a friend on here on Facebook that was, um, <clears throat> she got blocked by another friend. And basically it was one of those like, damn, I didn't know. I had this type of person on my friend list or my friend line or whatever. And yeah, we don't know. We don't know who all is watching us, right? And especially in our friend list, quote unquote, or people that we associate with, the, the circles that we're around, we don't really know how, how people fuck with us really. Like we can just go off of the evidence, right? What we see, what we hear, that kind of thing. But I, I think a little deeper than that is also, you know, in your heart, you know what I mean? Like, you know when you meet somebody and it's like, man, I feel like I've known you my whole life. Or like, it's all, like, it's shit like that that goes deeper, right? So, I just know when I'm winning and I look around the room and I, I pay attention to who ain't clapping, right? I'm not like, you know, F you, get out the room, like, you don't love me. Like, it's not that. It's just, okay, I, I understand that this person's excitement is not the same as this person, so I should move my energy toward the people that, that mess with me more, that is rooting for me more, that is clapping the loudest, right? Those are the people that you, you need. And so when I say I love you, that, that, that specifically goes to those people where I have those encounters with, whether it's on stage, off stage, inbox messages, whatever it is. Where it's nothing but love, and and they're rooting for me loudly, and they they know that I, I hey it's all love on my end, and the people that are super question marks, y'all can stay in the room. You don't even gotta clap for me, but just understand there's a complete difference between that love and whatever that is, and 
Um, I think maybe those people just love to have a front row seat to, you know, to it. <laughs> and I've been saying this a lot this year, and I'm going to keep saying it. But those people, they, whoever they are, they keep saying that I can't outdo myself. And I keep telling them, watch me. So, hey, keep watching, y'all. Love it. Peace.